This episode is an introduction to a series of episodes that I want to do over the next couple of months. The subject matter has weight to it. It's deep and maybe even a little dark for some. It's dangerous, it's dramatic, and according to my wife, it may have the power to hasten my untimely death. But I don't think so, at least I hope not. Welcome to the Uncommodified Podcast. I'm Tim Windsor, and I'll be your ferryman over the River Styx. You may have to Google that reference. Your ferryman over the River Styx and into a series of podcast episodes about my unending, about your unending, about the lasting legacy of the uncommodified. Because when it's all said, but never really done, what unique mark will you and I leave? That's the question and the subject matter of this series of podcast episodes. And I've been musing and working on this for many months, struggling actually with this idea. And I finally got it to a point now where I'm ready to start articulating this. Now, for me personally, I tend to start thinking about this question, the question we're going to braille into when someone important to me dies. But back in August of 2020, there had an experience, somebody didn't die, but it was an experience that really caught my attention. And that was this. My son, Chris, was struck by lightning. Let me tell you the quick story. He was, uh, he was at a lake uh, on a vacation with his family, and uh, there a storm had rolled through and had gone away, and the sun came out, and they, he went across the lake to take his boat out of the water. And uh, while just before he got to the other side, the storm doubled back on him, and it began to pour rain, and he beached the boat, and he went up onto the side of the lake to a place where he gets some shelter. And um, immediately upon getting there, he was struck by lightning. And uh, when he came to, half of his body was in the water and he was paralyzed and he finally regained some movement in his limbs and was able to crawl up uh, the beach. His wife had come around by then and found him on the ground. It was a really, really horrific experience. I got a call saying he'd been hit by lightning. I went there. I happened to be up not too far from there working at the time. I went. I happened to be able to spend some time uh, with his wife that day and we waited for a prognosis. And amazingly enough, he got out of the hospital in 24 hours. Uh, a week later back at work, everything was fine. But I tell you something, that experience really punctuated some things for me. And particularly the day after, because the day after I needed to go back to the lake and retrailer the boat because his friends had put the boat on the trailer because Chris was gone in the ambulance and they didn't have it on quite right and I couldn't uh, take it. So I took it back to the lake to put it back in the water and retrailer it. And while I stepped into the water to do that, I found my son's eyeglasses six feet into the water, six feet into the water. How he didn't end up in the water, I have no idea. I guess the lightning just blew his glasses right off of his body. But I tell you, when I found his glasses and I dipped my hand into the lake and picked them up, it became clear to me how close Chris came to dying. That experience took me on a journey where I began to ask myself a series of questions, and I think it probably would you as well. It gets you thinking about the veil that exists between life and death, our life and, and, and our death, your life maybe, and your death. Now, more recently, after doing episode number 68 uh, of the Uncommodified podcast called The Sands of Time, The Key to Impact and Effectiveness, and if you haven't listened to that, please go back and, and listen to it. But, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking about the idea of time as a result of doing that episode, about the hourglass that I talked about in that episode, about the sands of time that fall through the hourglass of my life and yours, about the reality that we love and we laugh and we learn and we live in the present moment, the very thin, the very skinny part of the hourglass and the restricted envelope of the time that we have to spend or, or invest each day throughout our life. And, and after that, at the end, when it's all said but never really done, 
what unique mark will I leave when all that sand comes out into the bottom? What unique mark will you leave? Because after all of that loving and laughing and leading and learning and living in the present moment, there's only one L left for you and I, and that's when the long shadow sets on our lives, and that last L is the legacy we leave after we die, and that's what I want to talk to you about over the next number of episodes. And when all that sand is in the bottom of the hourglass and and the hand of the grim reaper or the grinning reaper or God, depending how you see this, is restricting your hand from flipping that hourglass upside down again forever, things are different. The question is, what will your legacy be? And legacy is really just a gift. It's a, it's a gift. It's something transmitted or received by an ancestor or predecessor from a time past. It's what we leave. And according to Jim Morrison, no one is going to get out of here alive, apparently. And that is absolutely true when you think about it. You're not getting out of here alive, but your reputation and your impact will outlive you. Now, Dr. Charles Franklin, he's an American therapist, a teacher, an author, wrote a book entitled Create the Life You Need. And here's what he said. No one gets out of this life alive, so leave a footprint of your choice. You are writing your epitaph. You are writing it right now. Now, instead of jamming all of my musings about what I've been thinking about over the last months and since August of actually of 2020, all of my meanderings about this into, into longer episodes, I've decided to let this percolate a little bit and steep, sort of like, sort of like the tea I'm drinking. And I'm just going to grab a drink right now. Give me a second. Oh, man, good cup of tea needs to steep just like an idea. So we're going to let this percolate and steep a bit. So what I've decided to do is do a bunch of shorter episodes with a more focused narrative that will allow us to ruminate on a single idea, a single thought, a single provocation. And a practical exercise or experience or experiment what will challenge and encourage you to become a legacy leader. A legacy lever is what it really meant to say. Not a leader, a legacy lever. Not just think about becoming this, but becoming it. Now, here's my warning to you. Be forewarned. This journey is not for everyone. It it will change you. It's changed me. It will challenge you. It'll make you uncomfortable. It, It has me over the last months as I've thought about it. But when has greatness or uncommodification ever come from seeking security and comfort? It just doesn't. See, what I do is momentary. But what I leave behind is eternal. Uh, And if you want to, you could look back at maybe episodes uh, in my podcast, episode four and and six and seven. I did a series on on being absolutely unforgettable. And there are some ideas in there that might be helpful for legacy too. But I want to unpack a bunch of different ideas to you right now. See, because at the end of the day, legacy for me isn't leaving something for my friends or for my family when I die. It's leaving something within them. That's a better sense of it for me. It's making a mark that cannot be erased. How will I be remembered? Um, Now, I think for me, to be very frank, as I thought about this, what was my epitaph going to read? I think it might read this. And uh, I hope this doesn't shock you, but this is sort of what I think. I think it might, might read this. Asshole, awesome. And for some, it might be fucking asshole, fucking awesome. I'm not sure because I think on one level, I'm an asshole sometimes. And, and then sometimes I'm awesome. And that might just sum up my experience and people's experience of me. That might be my epitaph. Maybe it'll be better than that. I'm not really sure. But here's a question. How will you be remembered? What will people say 
uh, about you? And what will you shout from the urn or from the coffin? What will your ashes or bones shout for eternity into the years and to the ears of the people that are going to be left when you're gone? Now, when I think about this idea of unending, I think about unending legacy leavers in my life. I think about people like Dave and, and Norm and Paul and, and Jeff and my papa and, and Colin and, and other people, maybe more famous people. But when I think of these people, I think of the mark they left on me. I think of my experiences. And even as I say their name, those experiences come to mind. I think of my experience with Dave in his life and how he left me a letter in his dying days as an encouragement to me that I still have and I read as a provocation to me. You know, I think about Norm, who was a man that I partnered with uh, many, many years ago in some charity work and how he transformed the way I looked at people and community. I think, I think about Paul. It was actually Pastor Paul. And I think about Paul and how he encouraged me to step out and do things that were unusual when I was younger and really probably sparked the seed of uncommodification in my life. I think about um, Jeff, who who worked for me when I for in the number a small number of years that I worked for anybody, he was an employee of mine, and he got a new opportunity for a new job, and I encouraged him to take it because I couldn't do better on the first day on that new job. He was killed in a car accident, and I remember, you know, I had been the best man at his wedding, and then a year later, I carried his body to the grave in that coffin. I tell you something, that was a marked experience for me. My papa, who was so so influential, and I've talked about him before, was not my mom's natural father, but her dad died when she was four. And my papa was a powerful influence on me. He really was like a father to me. Colin, my father-in-law, and for good or for ill, he's marked me. You know, there's a lot of great things. He might have been, by the way, kind of that sort of awesome asshole kind of thing. He may have been there, and maybe that's where I got it from. And But then I think of historic figures like Nelson Mandela and the leaders that Craig Minchin and I talk about on my podcast, like MLK and Winston Churchill or Haile Selassie or Indira Gandhi and others. All dead but not forgotten for sure, at least for me. Then I think about my own parents, my dad and my mom. In 2012, I had the privilege of being with both of them when they passed away, when they died. I was in the room with them when they died. And, you know, I tell you something, that's a difficult moment. It's a watershed moment. It was for me because when your parents are gone, you realize that you're next because no one's getting out of here alive. And, uh, and you and I one day will be, you know, we will, we will be dead, but hopefully not forgotten. It's all about the snapshots you leave, like pictures, the memories that you leave in the minds of the ones that, that, that you're leaving. Um, you know, what are you leaving as those snapshots? And what will outlast your mortal? You know, and we, it's all about, for me, living long, living, living in this sense of the long shadow that is cast at the end of the days of our lives. Like the one that you create at the end of a long summer day when, you're out, when I'm out for a walk and you're out for a walk, when I'm out for a walk with my wife and my dog on a summer day, that long shadow that we leave, our life will leave a long shadow one day. We need to live like we won't be here forever. That's what this series is about. It's about challenging you and I that we need to live like we won't be here forever because you won't. Now, I used to count on when I was a kid, I counted on them creating a cure for death somehow. I don't know if they're going to freeze me cryogenically or what was going to happen, but I figured they'd figure this death thing out by the time I got old enough. But apparently that's not going to happen and it hasn't yet. And, and the pandemic has been for me at least, and maybe for you, a reminder about all this, the frailty of our lives, of our bodies, very resilient yet very fragile. And death has stared many of us as a society in the face for a number of years now with the pandemic. It really crystallized things. 
This conversation that I want to start in this episode and challenge you and then unpack over the next episode is really all about leaving a permanent mark on people because you are writing on others in permanent marker. It's about investing in people, not just possessions in in your life. It's about investing in causes, not just crusades. Because we need to understand and realize that every day we're writing our legacy, our history. We're writing it. The question is, what will you be remembered for when, when you're gone? What will they say about you? Now, this series, in my opinion, isn't just for the old or for the almost dead, people like me. Uh, it's uh, more like an investment strategy. You know, it pays to start investing early in your legacy. Now, for your, uh, no, for your ultimate retirement, I guess, if you want to call it, the, your retirement from this planet, investing now in others, what you want to leave behind. Again, not just for them, but in them and within them. Don't let your youthfulness deceive you. One day, you will be gone forever. Remember, I warned you, the subject matter isn't going to be easy because we're going to be talking about something that all of us, I think, at some level, some deeper than others, struggle with, and that is our own demise, our own deaths. This is difficult, but I want to challenge you, as, I'm going to, as I've challenged myself, to ask, what will I leave when I'm not here because I'm not getting out of here alive and nor are you. Now, when I was preparing this podcast, I found myself reflecting on the visit that my wife and I have made several times to Westminster Abbey in London, England, and the impact that it had on my wife and I, particularly the first time we went, the impact that that the experience had when we walked into that church and I realized that there were thousands, actually over 3,000 people buried underneath the ground that we were walking on in that church, the final resting place of thousands of influential people, of monarchs, of concerts, of poets, of scientists scientists, of soldiers, of politicians, underfoot as we went in. And I thought about the, the Queen of England and other dignitaries who go to that church and other people go to that church going week after week after week and actually worshiping and praying in that church while they're standing on their dead relatives. What a powerful provocation and reminder of your own mortality. I tell you, it was such a powerful experience for me. So here's how this is all going to work. And I'm going to finish up, again, shorter episodes that I want you to think about. I'm going to finish up, and I'm going to give you a challenge. And then as you come back over the next period of time, hopefully you'll come back and visit, we're going to talk about several things that might help you leave a legacy and focus on investing in legacy now while you can control it. So here's how it's going to work. Over 14 episodes, again, shorter in nature, um, I want to explore the characteristics or the actions, the passions of those who are unending legacy leaders, the uncommodified, the unenders that we're going to call. And even though they're, they're gone, they're definitely not forgotten for me. And here's the kind of things that I noticed, the characteristics, the actions, the passions of people who have marked me. Here's what I found them to be. They were pushers. They were painters. They were mentors. Uh, they were recorders. They were believers. They were wanderers. They were diggers. They were runners. They were weavers. They were carvers. They were wounders. They were survivors. And they were lovers. And all of those things made a mark on me. And here's my, my conviction or my proposition to you. If you and I can become now on purpose and with purpose, proactively, pushers, painters, mentors, recorders, believers, wanderers, diggers, runners, weavers, carvers, wounders, survivors, and lovers like they were, we can and we will become unending legacy leaders, uncommodified unenders. 
As Dr. Franklin said, no one gets out of this life alive. So leave a footprint of your choice. You are writing your epitaph. You're writing it right now. So here's my first unending challenge for you. Each of these episodes is going to end with a challenge. My first challenge. This week, go and visit the grave of an ancestor, if you, uh, if you have one that you can visit close enough, or find some artifact that reminds you of them. Here's my challenge. This is that the first unending challenge to create a sense that we got to understand legacy. Legacy starts when we come to grips with our own mortality. So this week, visit the grave of an ancestor or find something that reminds you of them. And if you can't do that, you don't have anybody in your life like that, use a historic figure if you want to reflect on their life, someone who's a historic figure that's dead. Ask yourself some questions. You know, what can you, uh, what can you or have you learned from them? What has, uh, what has been birthed in you or remains in you because of their impact on you? That is their legacy. Think about that. Write down some things. This week, think about also how you want to be remembered when you're not here. Who you want to be remembered for and by and why should they remember you? Another challenge I want to give you in this is pull out a memento or an old photo or a journal or something of someone who had an impact on you who's no longer here. I often do this with my mom. I have some, some stuff from my mom. My mom was a journaler. I have a box of mementos. And several times a year, I open that box and I revisit that and I think about it. And one of the things in that box is an old bottle of perfume, the perfume that my mom wore. And every once in a while... Uh, embarrassingly, I suppose, but I sprayed into the air and bang one man, when I smell that smell, I am taken back through a portal to memories about my mom and the legacy that she has left me. Go ahead, try it out. Find a memento, find something and reflect on that person. Find something that reminds you of their, of their life and ask yourself, how has their life been imprinted in yours? What legacy have they left? And as you do, I want you to think about this. What do you think about? What do you feel? How does it inspire you today to live? And I want you to go out this week and make them proud of you. That's the unending challenge number one in this beginning episode, in this introduction. Go out and make that person who left a legacy in you, make them proud of you. And please plan to listen to the whole series and and challenge yourself to think about time, about the hourglass, about the sands of time that fall through that hourglass of your life and about the reality that you love and you laugh and you lead and you learn within the present moment, the very thin, the very skinny part of the hourglass in the restricted envelope of time that you have to spend or invest each, each day. Because when it's all said, but never really done, the question is what unique mark will you leave. Because after all of that loving and laughing and leading and learning within the present moment, there is only one L left for you. And that is the long shadow that you leave when the sun sets on your life, your legacy after you die. When all the sand is in the bottom of the hourglass and the hand of the grinning or the grim reaper or of God, depending on how you see that, is restricting your hand from flipping the hourglass upside down ever again. Thanks for listening, and never, ever forget, you're not getting out of here alive, but your reputation and your impact will outlive you. Join me on this journey and listen in to the next episodes in this series and discover the power of being an unending legacy lever. Have a great day. Thanks for listening in today. If you have not subscribed to the Uncommodified podcast yet, do it today. Do it right now. And please rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on. That would be so helpful to help us spread the word. 
Now it's time to own what you heard today. Get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, tell me how you are uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world. 